0: Uh, So thank you for being here. Um, We're going to talk about the CMIT program today. I am, well. I'm blown away by the number of people in this room. That's amazing that we have so many people here who are either really interested in the CMIT program or someone told you to be here or you're just not interested in the other sessions. Glad you're here, regardless. I'm going to give my best shot for for that last group if you're not interested. Hopefully I'm going to convince you guys why. CMIT program is so important, yes. and why you should seriously consider doing it. If you've already done one and you're just here to learn more, that's also great. So, what is the CMIT? Uh, here's a video from our sponsors. It's, it's from you. <laughs> seen that before. I'm um, glad you got to see that for the first time. I don't think that video has shown enough. It uh, just gives us a quick little snapshot of what CMIT is. To clarify, if you don't even know what CMIT stands for, it stands for Campus Missionary and Training. That is the whole point of what the CMIT is for. It is to train people to become campus missionaries. All right. Why is that important? It's important because I think all of us here who have common faith in Jesus want to go home. We want to be able to get back to, to this new heaven and new earth that Jesus promises us. We long for that day when we'll be with him. And Jesus says that day won't come until the gospel is preached to the ends of the earth. That's what Revelation prophesies, that we'll be gathered gathered before the throne of God and that there will be people from every single tribe, tongue, and nation before the throne, which means that means that will have happened. That the gospel of it spreads to the ends of the earth. Why is that important? Because if if we are not training up people to reach the lost, then yes, that, I guess that will happen at maybe at some point. But like, we need to we need to do our part. God's method is humanity. God has chosen throughout Scripture to not just do things by Himself and forego people, but He's chosen to partner with us. In, in this thing, to see people saved. And so if we're gonna take that seriously, if we're gonna follow in the footsteps of everyone who's gone before us, we need to go out and share the gospel. Now, like with every other thing in life where we have some sort of goal that we're trying to reach, the easiest way to do that, the smartest way to do that rather, not the easiest way, is to get trained. There's that T in CMIT, training. Training is so important you're someone who's like making a new year's re- resolution like you know i want to get more fit i want to exercise more regularly yeah, maybe i want to lose some weight like um that like there's a lot of ways to do that you can just read an article online or just say well i'm just going to eat less and it's like well those are all cool <coughs> ideas but if you have someone who's going to train you if you have accountability if you get in-depth knowledge and consistent training in this man you'll you'll so have so much more success in what you're trying to do it's the same thing with this. Everyone here who, who has a relationship with Jesus, you have all you need to go out and make disciples and uh, reach the lost, and God can use you. I'm not saying that you can't do that. What I am arguing is that the CMIT program is the best way, uh, in my opinion, the best way to train you for that calling. And for those of you who are not, like, I don't know if like missions is for me or like, campus missions is for me, please don't check out. Because I also believe that this is incredibly important for those of you who want to get a a leg up and just becoming more mature in your walk with Christ before stepping into the marketplace, too. Okay? So that's really important. So, yeah, ask yourself, what is your goal in life? Is your your goal in life to to make disciples? Is your goal in life to look back and say, I've made such an impact for, for Jesus. I want to see people after me who... Who impact lives of those around me? You know, First, uh, uh, Second Timothy two to it to the world. Make disciples who make disciples who make disciples. Let's do it. Come on. Um, here's a, a, a verse that will kind of guide our time, and just that what I've been sharing. If you can, everyone read that from the back. Cool. The screen's a little bit smaller than I was anticipating. <laughs> um, but do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one receives a prize? So run. That you may obtain it every athlete exercises self-control in all things they do it to receive a perishable wreath but with but we an imperishable so i do not run aimlessly i do not box as one being the air but i discipline my body and keep it under control lest after preaching to others i myself should be disqualified so those are the key words going back to um what was being said earlier discipline um, every athlete exercises self-control um, don't run aimlessly without purpose. Training is so important to get you to where you want to be in your walk with Jesus. It will help you go so much further, so much faster than you could have ever wanted to go. Um, and so, what is the CMIT? Um, blank definition from um, from national. Uh, a campus missionary and training in, is an internship with Kaiyafa Campus Ministries. is a nine to twelve month opportunity to learn and develop the character and competencies necessary for a calling and mission among college students. It will include a biblical and practical ministry education, character development, and wide variety of skills acquisition required for campus ministry service. It will involve learning and growing under the care and mentoring of veteran men and women who have modeled faithfulness and godliness and have been nationally approved to offer a CMIT internship. So this thing is its a short period of time, but. I've heard it described that it's like drinking from a like a like a fire hydrant. That um, you've probably heard that from like other uh, other things that you've attended with Kaya Alpha. But imagine that for nine to twelve months. <laughs> so it's it's pretty intense. You're going to be having a lot of people pouring into your lives. Uh, lives you're going to have uh, mentors who are going to be w- walking alongside this thing with you. You're not going to be alone. Once again, training. Someone is going to be imparting wisdom to you. A team is going to be over you, and and exercising. Um, just, um, they're going to be helping you. Um, I'm the CMIT director at Virginia Tech. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. I skipped Woo-hoo! over that in my, in my, in my hurriedness. Um, and so uh, if I didn't say my name either, I'm Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, I really ran into this thing. But that's taking a few steps back. But that's, that's what I do with the interns under my care. I, I pour into their life. Um, I help at least get someone who's able to pour into their life. And um, we do that by instilling character development, creating self-awareness inside of their lives is so important. Um, Theological training is so important. We're sitting around in the classroom saying, yes, you'll still have books to read, even after graduating. Yes, you'll still have classes. Don't stop learning. Um, That's so important. Like, all these things will contribute to it. So we're not a seminary. Um, uh, You'll be disappointed if you're trying to do seminary and then do a CMIT program. That's no... Hit on the CMIT program. That's just to say there's a different focus. There's In seminary, you could go in there and you could not grow it all in your character. You could just get really big in your head and learn a lot of things, and that's that's useful. That's important. Uh, you learn a lot in the CMIT program, but focusing on the character development and also the hands-on ministry experience at the same time makes you really well-rounded to be able to work in campus ministry. And it gives you a real picture of what it looks like to follow Jesus in everyday life. You're supposed to be learning in everyday life. You're supposed to be <coughs> using your feet in everyday life. Meeting people, um, doing things see, doing things with other people. Like, this is, this is real life. This is very, very practical. It's gonna give you a picture of what it specifically looks like on, on the campus, but once again, even in the marketplace, there's some really invaluable skills that, that you'll get from this. How do you become a CMIT? So there is an asterisk here for the first one. This has actually just been changed, that's why I put that, but this applies to most people in this room anyways, or like you're on track for this first one. Uh, earning a bachelor's degree. There are other ways around that. So if that's not you, that's okay. The door is not closed to you. Um, but uh, if that's usually the way that people get in education-wise to be able to have a prerequisite for the internship. People, you have to be able to commit the time. So if you don't have free time in those 9 to 12 months, um, sorry, you can't do the internship. You need Mm -hmm. 9 to 12 months that you're willing to commit to say, yes, I want to get trained. Sign me up. You need to be able to raise financial support for the internship period. This is really important if you don't know this. Uh, The people who do Chi Alpha, your campus pastors, they don't get paid to do this, at least like if you've ever thought about how how do they raise money, like do they get it from all the things I pay for, like to go to salt? It's like no, no, that would not cover it. Uh, um, no, we raise money to be here, and just like your campus pastors, you would actually raise money to be a campus missionary. So you'd be raising a budget. Yeah.
1: Can you not just like work while you're doing it? Like, what's the purpose of the budget? You can't like, work your way through it.
0: Yeah, that's a great question. So uh, the reason that raising a budget is so important is because the time required to do campus ministry is incredibly intense. I'm about to get to that on the next slide, like the time requirements. It's, it's a, a full-time job plus. So
1: could you like save, like save and like have a savings?
0: Sure, you could, you, but you, yes, technically, but we'd really encourage raising money. And there's a number of reasons for that. You're trusting God with that. He's capable of raising that budget. It's more stable. Uh, if you just have your own savings, you could just run out whereas other people helping contribute to you and praying for you You mm-hmm. can't pray for yourself. That's also important. They're praying for you. Uh, it's so important. So uh, there's a lot of reasons But what
1: if, what if you can't? What if you just can't get enough support?
0: Um, to, to, to be completely transparent, we have never had one of our interns not fully raise their budget. I know it happens um but we have never had someone trying to come into our internship and not raise it. And I, I would say that to encourage you and anyone else who has those questions. Like, God is faithful. If he's yeah. calling Amen. you into this thing, if he's, if he's asking you, if he's saying, hey, like, I want you to do this thing, and this is the normal way to do this, it's very likely that God's got, got you covered. Yeah. 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 And I know it's scary. I, like, a lot of our interns walk through this, and, like, I walk <laughs> through that personally of, like, you know, can I trust God with my budget, with my finances in this way, where like mm-hmm. I'm not in as control, as much control over my money, as as I as I think I could be with like a, another career, uh, and God is faithful. I know it's scary, but he he's our provider. Um, yeah, does that does that help a little bit?
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's scary, but it's a it's a big step. It's a really good question. Uh, but you'll get training even to raise a budget. Yeah. So that's part of the internship. Before even stepping into your internship, that's part of your training. You're getting trained on how to raise a budget, how to network, how to um, to go through the, that, the steps of raising that budget. And for some people, um, that's that's a process. Other people, it's like, whoa, that happened super quickly. Mm-hmm. But God is faithful, once again. In, in, in my experience, uh, I got your question. Uh, we have never had an intern who's come to... A put go to our program and like. And like wanted to do it, uh, not raise their budget. Um. So I know it says it's a nine to twelve month program. Does that line up with like a typical uh, secular campus calendar, or is that is that more of like a yearly? Uh. Or, yeah, like a yearly. I'm sorry, calendar year. Yeah. So if it's nine months, then to be sure, it will mo- more closely align with a academic calendar. Okay. But if it extends beyond that, then it's just a whole year.
1: So, so is it like fall to spring, like you've been there fall semester a spring, or is it like fall to fall?
0: It's normally uh, fall to spring, yeah, summer, like late summerish to, to spring, about those time periods. Yep, and, and the time period slightly varies um, depending on which school you go to. But for the most part, late summer slash fall to spring. Okay, uh, you must be willing to immerse yourself in secular campus ministry. If, if, if you're in there for another, uh, another reason to be, to be trained, like I just want to grow my relationship with Jesus, that's okay, but like, you have to be willing to, to do what this is really about. Uh, like, this is, we're training you specifically to be a campus missionary, so like, that's the main purpose of it. You can get trained and equipped and built up in your faith just in general, but that's the specific purpose of the CMIT program. You have to be willing to fulfill application requirements. Oh, boy, there are a bunch. Um, And I'll give you the, uh, I can answer specific questions about that, but it has to do with just, like, there's some elements of, like, being mature in your faith. Like, we're not not trying to be exclusive, but we want to protect people going into this thing. That's the point, is that if we don't think you're ready, then we, we probably won't do it. Um, we probably won't let you in but that's what the application is for it's to help screen people and walk you through that process and that's just for everyone's benefit, for everyone involved we don't need the staff team to have someone who's really new it's not that you can't be new in faith but it's about maturity in in Jesus yes so what do you look for in someone that's spiritually mature that's a good question Um, devotional life is incredibly important um We'll also look for biblical literacy at some level, um, or at least like a desire to grow in biblical literacy. Uh, we'll look for. Uh, by no means are we saying that someone has to be perfect. This is this is something that I think is helpful. Uh, no one who we're not expecting interns to be perfect. Uh, we are expecting people to come in with more, dare I say, a perfect attitude. Um, we want the motivation to be there. We want a sense of calling to be there. We want also um, someone to more or less be in line doctrinally, like oh, just a little bit with us. Like there's certain things, like if you don't believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I'm like, you, the, an AG organization probably isn't for you. Sorry. Uh, like it's not that you're, It's not that we don't like you. It's just like this. We, we're trying to help everyone involved. Yeah, things like that. Does that help? Yes. Cool. And then... You must be willing to be challenged and to work hard and to grow. Once again, if I could dare say that people, we don't want people to be perfect, but we want a perfect attitude, if I could say people need a perfect attitude. Uh, come in. If you're willing to do it, commit it, fully commit 100%. Like, make that decision and fully own it because you need it. It's a hard year. Uh, there's a lot of growth and maturing that happens in the CMIT program, but it's so worth it if you want to grow in your relationship with Jesus, you'll be pushed, you'll be, you'll be coached, you'll be grown. And uh, just come in with the right mindset, fully bought in, and man, it will be so much better. So uh, what happens in there? I kind of already alluded to this, so I'm really just going to gloss over this slide. You're, there are two main areas that uh, your training will be in, and that's in your theological training and your ministerial training. So sitting in a classroom, reading books, learning things theologically, le- reading a bunch of the Bible, reading through the whole Bible in a year is actually part of the internship program. And then hands-on ministry training. You'll, you'll learn how to, if you, if you don't already, have experience with leading a Bible study or running a large group or preaching or teaching. Like you'll get experience in all of these in some sort of way inside of your, your campus ministry uh, CMIT experience, excuse me. It just depends on on who you're serving under, how that, what, how exactly that plays out, what it looks like, and then also you'll have a lot of mentorship, which has already been mentioned, and that's going to help you develop character and grow in Christ. Incredibly important stuff. Um, for those who are interested in camp in minist- missions overseas, I've had so many conversations with with missionaries from LiveDead who have said. Thank you so much for doing what you do with with CITs because when you send some people over here and it's their first year out of college, they have to experience culture shock automatically for coming here if they stay here long enough, but they also have to experience sort of, there had not really been a consistent word for this, but just shock of maturity, like going out of uh, the, the stream of just education because most of us have just been through school our whole lives and then like you're kind of in your own world of like, you know, having to have a job, and um, like being in a more free schedule, and yeah, it's different, and there's a lot of life issues that come up, and there's a lot of maturing that happens in those early years after college, and in the CMIT program, you will confront that if you haven't already, and so if you're thinking about world um, long-term, then that might be really helpful for going overseas, so you don't have to experience both of those shocks at once it's scary when you begin to see a lot of the issues inside your own heart you're like oh no there's so many things that I thought like I I had already gone through and that Jesus had already taken out of my heart but no uh, and that's okay that's part of an internship okay um, so you're gonna Develop self-awareness is incredibly important. That's that's part of what I was just referring to. Self-awareness, awareness of others, awareness of God, what's going on inside of your life. You're working 40-plus hours a week. Once again, it's more than a full-time job, I would say, in terms of the hours that you're committing to this thing. It's it's going to be pretty much your full-time schedule. Um, you're going to be accountable in regard to self-care. So there's going to be encouraged, actually mandated rest and once again, that also looks different across programs, but campus ministry, campus, campus ministry is incredibly fast-paced. There's a lot of things to do, and the, the burden is endless. This, if, you let it, if you let students call you all night long, that will happen. That will happen. You won't run out of people to meet up with. You run, won't run out of people to share the gospel with. You won't run out of events to plan because it's, it's self-imposed at some level. And so you'll learn also how to rest too and like establish healthy rhythms of of work and rest Um, you'll internalize and synthesize discipleship mission that's not a role it's a lifestyle so this is invaluable for everyone who's doing this regardless of whether you feel called already to missions or rep or not or ministry this is developing discipleship as a lifestyle and really uh, cultivating some of these convictions at a deep heart level. If you wanna, if you're afraid of like, I oh, don't know, like, am I gonna walk away from Jesus, like, and, and like, and not be as fiery like after college, you know, maybe take some more time inside of an internship and like cultivate some of those convictions more and let them sink in deeper and and, and become more solid. One of my friends, Russell, who is diehard gonna be an engineer after college, who actually him doing the internship helped me do the internship. I studied engineering. I was planning on doing engineering. He studied engineering, he went a life group with me, did the internship, knowing that he wasn't gonna stay after. He actually wrestled a little bit after, but still went out, went out into the marketplace. And I asked him, was it a waste of time for, for you to do this? Like, did you really learn anything that useful? And he just began to rattle off all these things about how he's grown so much in his faith and how he feels so much more equipped to be able to share with people in the marketplace and um, to be able to uh, start community and help out in the local church. And so he was ready. To, to really um to, to go and feel confident about ministering to people in the marketplace setting and then lastly students gain speci- uh, basic ministry knowledge skills theological knowledge ethics character development and practice with critical feedback uh, the only thing i haven't touched on is the feedback element um, i'll get to your question um, it's, there there'll be a lot of feedback and that's important because you need the body to be able to point out things inside of your own life And that's really helpful. That's one of the accountability aspects of the internship that you can't really uh, get as easily um, in a local church. You can. Once again, the internship is not the only way. I would just strongly argue and say, I really believe this with all my heart, that it's the best way um, to do this. Yes? Does
1: the CMIT program include include Berean classes?
0: Yes. So um, that part of the, the class structure Um, So you'll see this breakdown of hours. So it's an average of 55 hours nationally a week. So there's the 40-plus. It is (laughs) 40-plus. There's the plus. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And then I I have sort of a a breakdown. This varies, once again, a little bit across ministries, but this this is a pretty good framework to follow. So you have ministry time, you have study time, and you have miscellaneous time. Ministry time, one-on-ones, large groups, staff meetings and plannings, all those kinds of things, good stuff. That takes up a lot more time than you think. Yeah. Especially one-on-ones. Oh, boy. <laughs> and, and, and evangelism on campus, a lot of time. Then study, there's Berean. That's part of that. So that's it averages out to be about, uh, about once a month, a little bit less of that, really, throughout the internship of taking a course with Berean. The rest of your courses will be handled by your CMIT program, most likely, by your staff teaching you. Oh, great thank question! You for <laughs> yes, thank you. No, that's good. Thank you. This is helpful for me. I
1: heard Korean
0: at first. No, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Let's go. But for Berean Korean courses are—it's the, the Bible school of the Assemblies of God, and so if you want to be involved in the Assemblies of God Church afterwards, especially in a ministry capacity, like oh, I want to help out in my church, that would be really helpful. Or if you're thinking about going into missions, that's doing a. This is so helpful. I've looked at how long it takes to progress through, like, those three levels of, um, of ministry credentials for the Assemblies of God, and the internship takes care of so much of that in a year. Oh, my goodness. It saves so much time. Each of those levels has a one-year internship itself, and so the internship, like, t- knocks out all of those. So, like... Uh, yeah, I, I didn't realize what I did when I took the internship, like, in terms of, like, the benefit of that. So, if you're interested in getting ministerial credentials and getting that, that reverend sign in front of your name, then, um, yeah. Wait, then, at the
1: end of the internship?
0: So, would you would qualify. So, that means that you don't automatically get credentials, but you'd have to apply with the district that you're serving in. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's assuming you pass all your courses, which uh, I'm... I've taught a lot of intern classes at this point. There's only ever been one class that someone's failed. <laughs> That's kind of hard to do in Berean, but that was their fault.
1: <laughs> what certification are you eligible for after
0: the internship? Great question. So just certified. You're pretty close to license, though. You, okay. can, you actually get classes and internship uh, waived throughout all three levels by doing a one-year internship, which saves you so much time and a lot of money. Um, and was that your question, too? Uh,
1: I was going to offer to clarify that. Yeah, oh, please. I, no, no, you're doing great. I was going to literally just say there's three levels in case you don't know. And then yes.
0: You, you're amazing. So. Cool. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, three levels. You get stuff waived on each level. And then miscellaneous. So there's actually an exercise component of the internship. I love talking about this because ours gets a lot of, yeah, like, CrossFit. black for Or, like, ours seems weird because we make our interns do CrossFit. What? <laughs> um... <laughs> But that's not every program at all. Um, after the first year, we don't make people do that. Um, so if people stay on for an ex- what's called a CMIT E, which is an extended CMIT, because the E is extended, uh, they they can just do exercise on their own and they're accountable to us. We, they have to talk to us about what they're doing. That's really important because campus ministry is physically taxing and we want to care about the whole health of a whole person. You're not just going in just learning a bunch of things and also, like, and growing in spiritual maturity, that's fundamental. That's incredibly important. That's a lot more important in some ways than your physical health. But your physical health can hold you back if it's a problem. And so like, we want to see people um, make it through the long haul in campus ministry, and so we want to prioritize that and also establish just like healthy rhythms of rest, healthy rhythms of self-care too. And then things like support maintenance. That's like sending out newsletters to your supporters and things like that. There's more things than this list describes, but that's kind of the gist of an internship. So yeah, do, just to give a quick snapshot of maybe some things that aren't on there, uh, hitting the campus, doing evangelism, um, that's something that you'd be doing a lot. Um, actually, that might be the only thing I didn't sorry, That's, that's a, big, a really big component of the internship. Uh, this, uh, yeah, one-on-ones is on there. Discipleship is a lot of time. No, I pretty much put everything else on there. Okay, and then once again, why? Uh, I've already said a lot of why, but this is kind of me closing, and then I'd love to answer more questions. I know a lot of people have a lot of questions, especially since some of you are seriously considering doing an internship, but it prepares students and alumni to serve local churches with the best heart, mind, body, and soul. So once again, we're just trying to get you equipped to be able to, to serve Jesus at the, the highest level you, you, you could. And so if you're interested in that and, and, and pushing yourself in that kind of way and, and letting yourself be put under authority in that kind of way and and, and being accountable to someone else, oh man, it's such a rewarding experience. Um, I'd seriously encourage you to, to, to pray about it. Ask God, are you calling me to do this internship? Um, it provides accountability, oversight, spiritual direction, and encouragement, and continued discipleship. Also so important because sadly a lot of churches don't disciple Um at least not very well. Um, it's hard sometimes. Um, it, my experience in local church is uh, you really have to really, really, really be intentional to disciple, and even then, it's, it's, it's not the same amount of discipleship unless you get really, really lucky. Um, and so, like, you can get it somewhere else, but this is just really easy. Like, it's built in. And then it cancels the second class kingdom citizens marketplace status. I think a lot of people when they get into the marketplace, Sometimes, like, even though we do our best in Cuyahoga, I think we do a great job of what we do, if someone goes through a CMIT program, they'll be that much more prepared to be able to be in the marketplace. They won't feel helpless is the point. That some people might enter in and feel helpless and feel like, oh, I don't have support. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing right now. You might feel a little bit less helpless if you've done a CMIT program. It will really help you. Um, you'll be producing Daniels and Josephs, if you want to um, use a biblical um, allusion there. Um, people who are inside of the world have like uh, secular positions but are influential for God. And then once again, ministry, ministerial credentials are super important too. Um, that's a big plus of finishing your internship. But I'll leave it here. I'll leave that up there for you to apply. That's in faith that i would convince some of you to do it. Um, but yeah, I'd love to, to answer some questions that you have. Okay, see you, you, you. Go go for it. And then your fourth.
1: So you said um, it's really just like a training for like AG ministries, uh-huh. but you're, you don't like leave license or whatever. Um, how does that work as far as like being accredited? Like is the school and everything, is the process accredited? or? No?
0: Yes, so um, are you asking how do you actually get the credentials after? Yeah. Okay, so after you finish your internship program, and you file everything with the national, well your CMIT director will file everything with the national office, you'll get sent what's called a Berean waiver. And this waiver has all these different credits that you have been given through the internship. And then that combined with the courses that you actually took in the internship that the internship didn't cover, that you took with Berean or Global University, um, you can then go to your district and say, hey, I'd like to apply for credentials. And then they'll, interview you and test you to be able to um, to see if you pass to get credentials. So it's basically, it's a, it qualifies you to take a test and interview. And then I think second was there. Um, yeah. Can you talk a little bit more about the applications like of, are the actual experiences on campus that you would uh, do during the internship? Like sure. the leading small groups or like going out on campus and doing these different things? Yeah, here, I'll, um, I'll take this down for a second and I'll pull up our weekly schedule for our school just to provide um, a brief illustration of this. So this is our interns' weekly schedule. Where's my mouse? There it is. Okay. Um, so we actually help out in our local church. We believe in, want to be a part of what the AG's doing in our, in our area, so on Sundays, our interns help out in the local church. Um, I have some times marked out for them to do class prep. Then they have the rest of uh, Sunday off. Uh, We have team abiding time together each morning. That's not in replacement of personal abiding, but that's team time together where we're praying, getting in the Word together, um, doing devotionals together. Uh, We have an evangelism time slot multiple times a week for them. Um, We have some sample one-on-one slots that it varies Tremendously for students, but we put some in there for them to do. Um, they're their CrossFit times.
1: <laughs> so um, are they like ripped by the end of the year? <laughs> oh.
0: It depends. <laughs> <laughs> you get you you get out of the internship what you put into it, and that's in every that's in every area. That's in every area. Yeah. <laughs> <That's deep>. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so here's here's their ignite service or their large group. And you have two. we have two class times throughout our week. Uh, more cla- a lot of class preparation time. So a lot of reading time and studying time. And there should be an event. Oh, there's a, there's a core group right there, preparation for core group. And then there's a Friday events. And then Saturdays regularly do have things like our Berean classes are called ADSOM, which stands for Appalachian District School of Ministry. So, like, yours will have some sort of psalm, like, school of ministry. It'll be your district, most likely. I've seen a lot abbreviate it like that. Um, and we have some other things that occasionally happen on Saturdays, um, other events that might go on. And so this is sort of like a, a schedule that applies to every single intern, but a lot of things get added individually. Oh, I skipped morning prayer. We have morning prayer too. So is the, um, in the 55 hours a week, is that the Sabbath and the rest included in that? As well. No. I mean, that whole Wednesday That's active hours. That's active hours. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And it, it does vary from intern to intern just based on like how many people you have in your, your Bible study because um, discipleship will fluctuate that a ton. Um, but we'll have plenty of things. Um, so, did that help give some just uh, idea of like what it could look like? Cool. Wait, you were third? I'm curious about the
1: application process. Yeah. And what's that like? And if you have
0: Okay, so uh, if you go to this link right here, um, the CMIT program will, or the CMIT application will just pop up on CIOPPA's website. And the application does cost money to do. Uh, It's just for the background check associated with it. There's all this stuff that National Office is doing in the process of that that takes a lot of time uh, to filter someone through the system. So it does cost $100 to do the application. but that's part of the intern. It just is what it is, um, so be prepared for that. Um, but it's a pretty long application, and it's just assess, it's just asking about your spiritual maturity. It's asking about your character. It's asking about. Um, it's going to have references, so you'll need pastoral references from people who've been in your life. So, like your, um, maybe some mentors inside of, um, inside of Chi Alpha or your campus pastor, especially. Uh, that's really important. Um, Anything else that you need to know about app- applying? Yeah. Oh, the application deadline is the 15th for, for early of bird. February, of February 15th. February. For that,
1: would that be for like if you're applying to do it in August?
0: Yes. yes. Uh, you can technically <laughs> apply after that. Please don't do that. <laughs> it makes it so much harder for everyone involved, including you, to raise a budget, because then you have to, they have to open your account. So what's your So how you raise money is you actually raise money towards the AG, which gets distributed to you. That's actually really helpful for you. They help manage your, they help manage your, um, they'll do your taxes for you, but it's helpful for tax reasons that they do that, and other reasons that it's not funneled to you. It also looks a little bit more official than someone just being like, yeah, just Venmo me money for this thing. <laughs> it's a little bit less sketchy um, than someone just giving you money. And it's also being fair with what kind of, cla- Classification of taxes you'd have to pay to the, the government. We're not trying to dodge that because um, that would be really easy um, if you just got ben with all your money. Um, we don't want any intern uh, any interns getting uh, yeah getting reported for tax fraud by the government. Uh, so uh, yeah, for all those reasons, you have an account with the Assemblies of God. If you apply early enough, this is the point. Uh, then your account should be open in time for you to raise a budget with a good amount of time. If you apply late, you'll have less time because your budget will be. Excuse me, your account will be open later. You'll just be put later in the line for opening your account, and so uh, it's not that you can't raise before that, uh, but um, it's you need it kind of.
1: So you apply and you send your application. Yes. And then.
0: So you you apply and you apply actually to specific schools too, and first national is going to screen you. National office will screen you, and if they accept it, then they'll send it out to. The other CMIT programs that you listed on your program, that on your application, um, and it'll be sent to the CMIT directors of those schools and the, the campus directors, and uh, they can approve you locally. So there's two acceptance levels. So one is national acceptance, and the other is local acceptance. Because if you get national, that's never happened where someone's gotten nationally accepted and not accepted locally, like someone wants you somewhere. Um, but yeah, does that help? Yeah. Okay. I think someone over here had a question, and then someone over there had a question.
1: When you say, uh, I just have a new question now. Okay. When you say local acceptance, do you mean? Uh,
0: like the school you're doing the CMIT okay. program
1: at. I was just making sure, yeah. is that not just like, you wouldn't get accepted to another school, would you?
0: Would you that had, so it? you apply for three? And gotcha. so if you, if you search Chi Alpha CMIT on Google, this is not this link, but it's the link right before it on Kyle's website. There's a list of all the different CMIT programs and they describe themselves on the website. They give just a brief snapshot of like, you know, who they are, um, like who their campus pastor is, maybe some of the things they're passionate about. And then you can also talk with the CMIT directors of the schools. All their contact information, my contact information is on the website. And so you can email us, you can ask questions about maybe where you'd want to go. Um, so, yeah, that helps you decide locally where you'd want to uh, list on your application you'd, you'd be interested in going.
1: And then secondly, so the money we've raised, does some of that go towards paying for the classes? Or? Yes.
0: Okay. Yes. So um, you'll be you'll be raising a monthly budget, but you'll also be raising an, a one-time intern fee. And so these things cover all the things that you pay for inside of it. So you're really, you're really raising the money. Um but it's just put into your internship program and usually managed by your CMIT director for you. Um, And so, like, I pay for your classes. I pay for my interns' classes, their books, and I can actually get better deals on books and things like that because I buy them both. Gotcha.
1: My follow-up question, like, in asking that was, like, if we have, like, savings for, like, a 529 for school purposes, could be, like...
0: So you, so you have an account that you have access to right now that you use your, for your education? Yes. Um, normally that money is paid up front in, the, in, in your internship, and so we don't really care how it gets there, at least I don't, for my, for my school. And so like, if someone has an account that they draw from and they give me a check, I'm like, okay, that's your intern fee, great. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: if, like, if, so it would be like, could we possibly get like a receipt from the school? So I can pull money out of
0: that account. Does that make sense? Oh, so you need a receipt?
1: Yeah, like from the. It would be like education.
0: Okay, um, that's. So I figured qu-
1: it was worth asking.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's if, it, a question that would be more locally answerable. So, like, I can't yeah. answer for each school, but depending on how much of a detailed, like, rec- I could give them a budget. Okay. I couldn't give it because I wouldn't have already made the expenses because I didn't have the money to spend mm-hmm. in my situation, like for my interns. If someone was asking me that. Yeah. Does that make sense? So I could give you like a budget Uh, of like the breakdown of what I'd buy, but I wouldn't have already bought it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh boy. (laughs) All right. Um, Yes.
1: Um, So touching on, kind of clarifying on like the application process for the three different schools you said. Yes. So I go to South Carolina, so we have a program there. Yeah. Would it be probable that I would get into the program in South Carolina or would it be?
0: Yeah, if your director likes you. please <laughs> am <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty. Um, yeah, it's pretty likely. Yes. Yeah. So, with like raising a budget for like you know for um, survival, uh, is that would you say that, that budget would probably be different from like it is. region to region? Yes. So there are three different levels of. Um, budgets that have been set nationally depending on the standard of living in each of these areas. So some areas are just more expensive to live in. It's very different in Appalachia versus California um, budget-wise. And so like ours is like the lowest level, for example, of standard of living. And so the budget they give you by default to raise is a certain amount. And um, you can apply to get changed nationally that's more work on your part you have to submit a budget and things like that say hey I've got student loans I need to pay off more of it each month this will help me cover it I need this amount and then they're normally very reasonable but with all those raises that you get like that's that's the funny thing about raises in in campus ministry you can get raises but you raise the money (laughs) so like our our campus pastor will like give us fake raises every now and again It's like you get a raise Uh, wait. Um,
1: yes, I just want to say this. I was a part of the CMIT, and a lot of the times, like people skip over, like they want to skip over the support raising process, but the support raising process is just as big as part of the internship as going yes. through it, because yes. you get to encounter Jesus in a new way. Yes. And I think there's a lot of times that we miss God's goodness when we want to skip through processes. Yeah. So don't let that make you afraid. Um, my dad did not want me to do the internship, and then God moved in his heart and then he joined my team for $450 a month, and it was because I asked Jesus to do it. Yeah. So, like, if you're thinking, I don't want to do this because of the support raising, that's stupid, because right. Jesus is going to do something else.
0: Awesome. <laughs> Amen. If I, if I could just expand real quick on that, it's so true. Um, for, for the interns that really walked through a process to raise their budget versus those who just got it really quickly, like, the the way I see them enter into the program is completely different. Like it might, it might have, it might have taken them longer to get there, but man, the amount of grit and like, it's a refining of your yes of like, like, you're constantly tested, in did I did God really say that I should do this internship program? Do I really want to do this internship program? As you're walking through the process of raising a budget, and for those who have really struggled and God's brought them through, honestly, I've seen them come in with a lot more grit. Um, than those who have just gotten the budget handed to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you had, and then I'll get you. Um,
1: so what would the process be? So like if you're called to campus ministry specifically, uh-huh. and you and you complete a bachelor's degree in a seminary, and you have done that and you're licensed and ordained by that program, yes. how would the program change to still have the campus-specific training for ministry, Yeah. but not needing... Any of the qualifications for licensing
0: because you're already licensed. Yeah, um, so we had an intern who went through the Assemblies of God College. What, what college is that again? Southeastern. Uh, South South Southeastern, yeah. A couple, a couple years ago, and he had Berean credit already, so we just made him skip the Berean classes. But he still had to sit in all the other classes that we taught. So like he didn't do like the District School of Ministry classes because those are the ones that like would supplement ours so that he could take the classes. But we're still that he, so they could get credentialed afterwards, but he still had to do all the ones that we taught. Yeah, so that's the only level at which you would change. Okay. And that would also technically adjust the intern fee, too, since you don't have to pay for those classes.
1: Okay.
0: And then you had a question? Yeah,
1: this might be a simple question, but are you able to do the CMIT program after grad school instead of, like, right after your bachelor's?
0: Yes, you, yes. Could do it, you could do it when you're 30. You could do it after your first kid. You could, you know, whenever. <laughs> yeah, it's never too late. Um,
1: so, like, once you get through the C- once you get through the CMIT
0: program, what's the what's the process after that for if you s- still want to go into campus ministry, even like a lived ed program? Alright, so I was tracking with you, and then you went to live dead. So I'm confused. Okay. Um. Well, I'll keep it simple. After CMIT, what is what does it look like the process going into like campus ministry, or like if you're oh. planning one, or if you're just joining a team? Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, so the, the purpose of a campus missionary and training program is to get people ready to pioneer. Like you should feasibly be able to pioneer a team after an internship program. And so how that happens is there would be a lot of national coordination after your internship. So sometimes if you're just joining a team and you're not pioneering, campus pastors will find you. So you don't, it's not that hard. If you're just trying to join a team somewhere, someone will find you from another school. There's a lot of places that have a lot of need and teams that need to be filled, and so people are always going around looking for people generally. Or if you know of a school, you can certainly contact that um, that campus pastor and say, hey, like I'm interested in possibly coming here after after you um, do my internship. Can I talk to you about that? Um, and then with regard to pioneering, uh, that can look very different, but uh, either you might Pioneer with some of the interns from your school. So like there might be other interns in your class and you might go and pioneer somewhere. Um, you need to go through pioneering training and things like that. And then you need to do new director training at some point. And so that would be quite, a pr- that's a bit more of a process but you're kind of doing that on the fly as you're going there. Um, so like you'd be, you'd be moving in that direction and you'd be going through your pioneering training maybe like in the months before you get there and then maybe going through some new director training like as you're there. Um, things like that. Does that help? Mm -hmm. Cool. Any other questions? Yes.
1: So if I graduate in the
2: fall, I should start the application and then submit it so I start next spring, like in the beginning of the year, in January?
0: You actually can't start in the spring. Okay. So... Yeah, so sadly, you can only start at the beginning of the school year. I don't know of any internships that start in the middle of the year. Um, sorry. Yes?
1: Okay. You said that if you don't have a bachelor's degree, that there is a way around that. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Yes. What,
1: could you elaborate
0: on that? Uh, I honestly don't have the answer completely solidified in my mind, because I found out about it maybe like a month or two ago. Um, I think that if if you if you have questions about it, text me and I'll get the answer to you. Another good person to ask is maybe your campus pastor and they can get you to the right person who would be able to answer that question. I know there's ways around it. I just don't know uh, what what is that pathway. Can I add something to the supporters a well, Yeah.
1: So one thing I did my CMIT with Donnie last year, he's the world's greatest intern director, so if you think about it, talk to Donnie. But I found that support raising, yes, it's super difficult, yes it's super necessary, and you do encounter the Lord a lot. But there's also an aspect of like you saw that schedule, it's not like an easy year. You're not gonna just move on by. And so like there were days when I was like, I do not want to do this. Like I wanna just sit at home and eat popcorn, you know? And but knowing that like I have a team of supporters that are counting on me to reach the students at my university like, that also pushes you to keep going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, like, wanting to keep loving your students. Because they, like, they're pouring into you so you can do that. Like, that's how they have this in yeah. So just keep that in mind as you're, like, thinking about supporting. Like, it can also motivate you to keep yeah. working. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes?
1: Um, so in your schedule, you mentioned, like, times for evangelism. I was just wondering, like, if you have examples of what your interns do. Like, yeah. just kind of how they go.
0: Sure, uh, we give them a decent amount of freedom in that. In the beginning of the year, we give them we give them some guidance. With that, it really depends on the intern class how much we hold their hands into going into it. If they've got some experienced evangelists already, then we expect them to help each other. But um, our staff team doesn't always go with them. In fact, most of the time it's just them, and that's just that's just the nature of where where our staff team is at on our campus. Just the timing of it is really hard. But either way. They normally just do two-by-twos on campus. Um, and they're just going out and sharing the gospel with people. In the past, my year especially, uh, when I did the internship with Virginia Tech, actually, we uh, did a lot of tabling. And so we reserved tabling spots and set up boards and had like conversations and things like that. But um, the easiest way to do it is just go out and just meet people and share the gospel with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes? Hey, I may have missed it. Is this there something called RU? Yeah, RUI? Yeah. Okay, so um, there are multiple things that happen before the internship technically starts that um, are actually required for an intern, so that's that's really important that you bring that up. So support raising training, or SRT, is one of the things I already mentioned that's going to help you raise a budget. Those are coming up soon, so that's also why it's important to probably do the early bird deadline, because they start, so there's a bunch of them that happen throughout. The, the, um, the country at different times and different places. But they happen anywhere from, like, I think March to May. Or maybe it's April, but I think it's March to May are the, the times that those occur. And they're happening all throughout the country and you go and get trained. But then RUI happens in, um, in June. Correct? Yeah. Cool. Um, happens in June. And the dates are up on National's website on the CMIT um, I'm blanking on the exact dates right now, but it is there. And that's where you're getting sort of a, um, just a, a quick, fire hose yeah, it's like a tune-up before going into the internship program. It's giving you just a lot of tools already in your tool belt before you even step foot on campus. Um, it's teaching you just about what the internship, giving you even more of an insight of what the internship looks like, uh, why we do what we do in Chi Alpha, giving you more vision, of what Chi Alpha is, and what it looks like on a daily basis, and things like that. And you'll also get um, acquainted with some of the national leadership, too, which is really important.
1: What does this stand for, RUI?
0: Oh, reaching the University Institute. Thank you. Sorry, I keep missing some really obvious things. <laughs> yeah? So it's
1: just, like, nationally, or is there one, like...
0: That's a really national much? one, and that's in Springfield. Okay. So, whereas SRT, support raising training, is all across the country, RUI is a national meeting and you get to meet all of your fellow CMITs in your CMIT class and you get a class photo and everything, and it's really cool. And is that for, um, how long is that? And is that a full period of you go that's a or week. Or that's a week long in June, yep. Whereas SRT is normally uh, like a weekend about, yeah. So if one studies out of state, because like my, my campus doesn't have the CMIT, so I'm right. thinking Arkansas right now. Mm-hmm. Um, would there be, like, an out-of-state tuition fee, or... No, no, no. No, we don't pull the same stuff that colleges pull. Okay. No. So, um, I can't think of a situation where your your expenses would be different to justify a higher return fee. So, no. I've never had that, at least, at our school, and I don't think they do that. Yes?
1: So, like she you said, your, like, campus doesn't have a program. Is, like, your housing and stuff, would that be, like, covered in your budget, or is that separate?
0: So that's covered in your budget, but not your intern fee. So there's your monthly budget and your intern fee. Your, your intern fee is basically something that applies to everyone the exact same way in the internship, more or less. Like, I don't pay my intern's rent for them, and everyone's rent varies. And so, like, that would all, that'd be weird, too. So, um, yeah, so that's part of your monthly budget. Whereas the intern fee covers things that, like, everyone gets the same book, and everyone, more or less, takes the same classes and things like that. Everyone goes to the same retreats. Mm-hmm. Yes?
1: So my university does have an internship program,
0: but would you say that it's beneficial to go to a different school? Oh, man. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's a, it's a hard question. Um, there's benefits to both. Uh, you can definitely get really—it's um, harder, I think, going to another university because things are done differently a lot of times. Not completely. Like, you'll see the commonalities in the Kyle Model. And that'll be really cool and that, that's a great way to learn, um, seeing the contrast, like, oh, this is like the basics of like what makes Chi Alpha Chi Alpha. But you'll get a lot more reinforcing of what you've already gotten through your own intern program, but you'll you're gonna learn probably a lot depending on how much of a difference there is culturally in terms of the students you're ministering to and how they run their their program. Like I mean if you like for example, um, if you don't go to a, a school that's in a city and you go to like Chicago and do like a hub model like, that's completely different than a lot of your experiences, probably. So, um, yeah, there's benefits to both. Mm-hmm. Any other questions? Well, cool. Oh, oh, yeah. I want to quiet
1: so I can stand up. Okay. So, I know because I talked to our interns at Virginia Tech, and I heard that there are some of them are two years, and there's that some of them only one year. Yes. Let's to like the BED because some of them have that one year and they're great. Yeah. Well, what's that benefit
0: of that second year if you're like really looking for it and it like really puts or just extra like practice for you or something before you actually go out the the marketplace? I'm just curious what your sure. yeah. So Some of you will be like, wait, a second year? Um that's so That's not every internship program offers a second year. That is something that High Alpha recognizes as a thing. Once again, it's called a CMITE nationally, CMIT Extended. And um, some programs do offer a second year, and that's just to help people further mature and get to a place where they actually are ready to pioneer. It's not like they failed the first year. It's just like they need more time. Um, and so, that's, so we do offer that in our program. There are others who offer that. It's just to help people mature more. Um, they're just in, for some, in some way not ready. Um, spe- to be specific to ours, ours focus on um, leadership and global missions. So we actually send people to overseas to get experience overseas um, and that's to help them gain more of a missional heart and have more exposure to that in, than any other experience they've probably had in Chi Alpha before because they'll be going over for 89 days, um, which is probably longer than most people in Chi Alpha normally get the experience going over. Um, yeah, there's a lot more I could talk about that, but It's just to help people be more prepared, that's all. Um, Most programs do not have a second year. Yeah? So you're saying the second year is more of like a case-by-case extension sort of thing? For us, we're making it more of a default, to be honest about our program. Um, That's just where we're at and where we see, uh, based on people coming in and where they're at, uh, to get them to a place where they could pioneer. Um, That's just what we've seen. And so, by default, uh, our program is making it too, but it yes, for a lot of others it's case by case, and still for us at some level it is, yeah. Okay, well, I'll leave y'all with one thing before I, before I close. For those of you who are who end up doing the internship, this will be really helpful. I'll be helping out your CMIT director immensely by saying this, I, I hope I will, because I've, I've realized a lot of people get into an internship and they're like, what the heck did I do? Because <laughs> is, it is really hard. Um, but this is what I'll say. An internship is not, we're not making it hard unnecessarily. We're not making it hard just to be hard and, and just be like, well, you just need to do something hard and, and grow from it. We're, it's not unnecessarily hard. And just remember that. An internship is not unnecessarily hard. We make it as hard as it needs to be to give you a realistic picture of what campus ministry is and you'll grow through that and you'll actually be prepared through that. Um, and so for those of you who are considering that, like, just remember that as you step into this program, it's so rewarding. So don't hear that and be scared. Please don't. Um, like, it, You'll have so many people around you. you have hopefully fellow interns with you. You'll have a team around you to help and encourage you. But you'll be growing a lot and that's not always fun. It's not always easy, Um, but it's so rewarding. Um, So let me pray for you all real quick, and then we'll close out. Um, Once again, this is the link to the application if you'd like it, or you can just search um, Chi Alpha CMIT on Google, and you'll find it really easily, Um, and here's my number. Once again, if you want to contact me um, for any other questions you have. Um, So Father, we thank you for this time together today, God. I pray that Each and every person here, God, would just follow in the the dreams that you have for their lives, God. God, if that is doing the internship and getting trained up to um, be a better marketplace missionary or to become a campus missionary or to to do missions, um, God, I pray that they would walk in your will for their lives, God. And God, I pray that those who you are calling to do the CMIT program, to have the boldness and the courage to do that, to trust you with the finances of it, to trust you, with the difficulty of it to trust you with the uncertainty of maybe traveling to a different place to meeting new people and god i pray that each and every single person who would just have a, a fire stirred inside of them god for the adventure of, of of growing with you and um and learning and um yeah just uh going on this adventure with you father and so um would each person leave just being freshly stirred to pursue after the adventure that you have for them in jesus name we pray amen, amen.